Welcome to another episode of Healing Through Love. Each week, we share ideas, experiences, and resources to increase the awareness of domestic and family violence and to empower survivors to grow and thrive. We talk with experts who share their advice or with people who have experienced abuse, no matter where they are on their journey. This is all about healing through love. And now, here are your hosts, Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. The Healing Through Love podcast with hosts Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson would love to acknowledge Global Glamping Charities Incorporated for generously supporting this podcast. Global Glamping Charities, solving homelessness in all of its forms. Reach out to them at globalglamping.org. The Healing Through Love podcast with Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. In episode 56, Crystal Holmes shares with us her proprietary framework, the designed life method, who helps clients use their space as a source of power. It was great for them. And, but that was really where I was like, this is totally the missing piece for this business that I want to start. I'm going to take this going forward and use this feng shui to be able to shift their space, you know, to, to help them transform their life. But then as I was working with this women, that's when I really started like getting into the, like the meat and potatoes of it, you know, like the real deal and finding so much of where they were, right? What was keeping them stuck? Why were they having such a hard time? And what kind of energetic frequency were they like stuck in? And I was seeing all this like parallel in their space. And it really started to, to transform how I worked with clients. Like, Moving forward, it was like putting the path, even my own path behind me, like how I had worked with clients previously. Now it was like, we, this is, this isn't just a canvas of your space. This is a canvas for your whole life. The Healing Through Love podcast with Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. Hello and welcome to Healing Through Love podcast. I'm your host, Charlene Lynch from charlenelynch.com. Healing Through Love is here to help victims and survivors of domestic and family violence find their way back to living a more fulfilling and meaningful life. We interview experts and survivors who share their personal stories and offer advice to those who have experienced abuse, no matter where they are on their healing journey. As well as the Healing Through Love podcast, we hold annual annual pamper days here in Adelaide, South Australia for survivors of domestic and family violence where local businesses come together and pay it forward to provide their services and resources to give a much-deserved day of indulgence for our survivors. Think day spa on steroids. It's amazing. And we're so excited because as of May this year, we've gone global and now collecting to sisters across the globe who are interested in doing something similar to this in their own backyard. So if this resonates with you, please reach out. We've got in August another training session where we'll introduce you to the concept and do a deep dive as to what's available. We're looking for other organizations 
organizations with similar values, please get in contact with us. You'll find our details everywhere. And every single week we have an amazing guest and this week is no different. We have a special guest today with a very interesting background and a fascinating way of helping people move forward. We've got Crystal Holm and she is a Feng Shui master, an interior designer and declutter expert who helps soul-driven entrepreneurs transform their relationships to their space. How fascinating. Using her unique proprietary framework, uh, the design life method, uh, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm actually going to ask you questions because I think we should be talking to the expert on the subject of decluttering. Hello, Crystal. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And you're all the way from the USA. Yes. Yes, I am. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so for us, in the it's um, 8.30 in the morning. What time is it for you guys? Um, a little after four in the afternoon. That's still civilised. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal, what a fascinating subject. You know, feng shui. So most people know a little bit about it. Not a lot, a little bit. You've, uh, you've managed to put that together with interior design and then also like a type of life coaching, sort of, a little bit, where we're talking about decluttering ourselves internally and decluttering our environment. How did you get to this space? How did you get here? Oh, man. <laughs> Um, that was a journey all on its own, really. Um, I, it was my own journey. It was my own, how I healed. Um, I, I sort of, I had always been looking for, I think a healing method. I grew up in a very abusive house and I was sort of always looking for something, something that would help me like manifest a different life. Um, and so I, I had a fascination for studying all sorts of things having to do with energy, right? Just energy in general. Um, and, and how that works, the law of attraction, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and it, it took me a while to kind of find my calling. Uh, I, I, I would say I hit rock bottom, but I've hit rock bottom lower since then. So, you know, but at the time it was my rock bottom. Um, and I I just sort of had this moment of, I got to do something different. Like life sucks. I don't like it. I want a completely different life. And where do I need to start? Um, and so I after six months of sitting on the sofa watching Trading Spaces reruns all day long, I don't know if they showed that in Australia, but here it was the craze of just the interior design show where the neighbors swap houses and and they trade stuff. And I watched this for like six months, just in depression, you know, trying to figure out what am I going to do with my life? What should I do with my life? I'm, I, you know, and after six months as a single mom, I sort of was like, well, I got to feed these kids. I better get a job, you know, and and get off my butt. And um, even that was like trying to figure out what to do. Um, and it finally dawned on me one day, like I should be an interior designer. This is, this is something I love. It's something I've, that I've been done my whole life. Um, even when I was little, I played with Barbie Dreamhouse, and all I would do is rearrange the furniture all day long. Like I've rearranged the furniture in my room all the time to, you know, the frustration of my parents 
of often, um, you know, my, my friends would always be calling me to come over and, and pick my brain about help me with a color. And I would just rearrange their rooms when I'd walk in sometimes, like they'd go to the bathroom and I'd be like, this is all wrong and just rearrange their rooms for them because it's what I do. And, um, but it took me like six months to figure this one out. And, and so I went back to school to become an interior designer. Uh, and it was in school actually that feng shui sort of fell into my lap um, in my psychology class of all places. Uh, I had to write a paper on something related to my field of study, right? And the psychology and the relationship and all of that. And at the time I didn't have a lot of free time to study anything of interest. Um, you know, aside from school and kids. And so this was like that one freebie for me to be like, I can study whatever I want. And I had heard of feng shui. <laughs> I didn't know a lot about it. I knew it had to do with energy and the home. And, and so I was like, great, this is my shot. Um, and I literally went to the library and checked out every single book that they had on feng shui, like a two foot stack of books. And I went home and just read them all and wrote a paper on it. And I, and my fascination started there, um, really. But I didn't understand it at all. Um, like it didn't make any sense to me. One book would say one thing, another book would say another thing. They would contradict each other. There was no, it didn't make sense to me. I mean, a two foot tall stack of books. Do you know how many books I read on feng shui? Like, so I read every book I could get my hands on for years and none of it ever made sense to me because it, there was so much contradiction. Um, and in the meantime, I finished school, you know, I got a job as a designer and I'd moved forward with my career and I'd moved overseas <laughs> and I was working at a interior design firm. And we just so happened to have an international client from China. And the designs were already done. Like before I started working there, this was like a practically finished project. And I was brand new. And my boss pulled us all together one day in a panic because the feng shui was all wrong on this house. And the clients were refusing the final design proposal. Right? This is like, the whole project sort of hinged on this thing. So she was in a giant panic and nobody was stepping forward. And so I sort of very tentatively put myself forward as, well, I know feng shui, I can help. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then of course she was like, great. And dumped the whole project on me and was like, fix this. Um, which put me into a whole panic all on my own, right? Like, oh my God, what if I don't know what I'm talking about? I don't really know what I'm talking about. I've read all these books and none of like I just was in this pure imposter syndrome sort of moment. <laughs> um, but it it ended up it 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 lit something in me, like this fire of I really need to get a handle on this. I I love the structure that it gives to me in designing um, and, and, and sort of this, it's like, so I'm not starting with a blank canvas necessarily. I have, I have a person to design around, not just a, it, it just gave me something extra. Um, and so I ended up finding a school 
that taught feng shui. And lucky for me, I, I found a school that actually taught real feng shui and not fake feng shui. So I was able to find out about the fake feng shui. Um, <laughs> um, what is, but, how can there be a fake feng shui? Is this just people that don't know enough or is it there actually is a fake feng shui? There actually is fake feng shui. Yeah, there actually is. There's a lot of it, to be quite honest, um, for several reasons. There's, there's, you know, it's flooded the market quite a few times um, in the past. Uh, the fake feng shui, the majority of it was invented in the 70s. Oh. Um, but it's really prevalent in the United States and most of Western culture. Um, thanks to, you know, the whole... Trump Tower in the 90s when he made a big deal out of it because of all the um, Asian businessmen that were buying property in New York. And so he exploited it there. And then, of course, all the experts came out of the woodwork and just sold their garbage left and right because why not? Um, and so there was a huge boom of, of fake feng shui just, just due to capitalism, you know. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so 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 now you've got this unique perspective where you've come from an environment where you had a lower self-esteem and family violence. And yep. And then so you've reached out, you've you've realized that you love Barbies and moving things around. So mm -hmm. interior design was a perfect fit. And then, you know, quite by accident, you know, you've gone into Feng Shui. And now you've got these two beautiful aspects, interior design and Feng Shui. And then also, you know, you've you've evolved as a human and uh, moved away from you know having those relationships that are damaging because you had that pattern of that and so now you've got that to add to it now you've got this beautiful collection of interior design literally interior design for uh, an exterior design you know the, the proximity that we live in I love it it's fantastic it is um it's a whole bunch of stuff all stuck together I love it I love it I love it so yeah, um, so 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 you've been through a few iterations of the different coaching that you've offered, though. Is that right? Oh, there's a cat. Well, oh, yeah, she's popping in to say hi. <laughs> we love cats. Hello. <laughs> yes, she loves to be on video. She usually sits right here and just does her cat thing, her stalker thing. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so Crystal, um, how did you manage to get it all together, all these pieces, to come up with what it is that you offer? Well, um, I was still kind of on my healing journey a bit. Um, and I, I knew I wanted to, like, start my own business. And I really wanted to help women. Um, and it was sort of like, I remember being at the, a retreat and talking with this girl on the bus as we're going there and just having this conversation. And I remember talking to her at that time saying, this was, this is like the missing piece for me of, um, to be able to help women, not just with their space, but with the whole thing, right? Because it has to do with the energy of the space and where are we directing it? Um, and so when I first started taking on clients, um, I was in the process of, healing my relationship with men really because I had grown up in such an abusive household and all my first relationships with men were abusive um as a result I 
I didn't have a good relationship with men in general. Like I just, I didn't think of them in a good way. So I was deeply in my journey of, of, of healing myself and my relationship with men. And I was in this year long mentorship coaching kind of program uh, with 50 other women. <laughs> and that was really where I started. I was like, I'm feng shuiing my place, you know, my house to make room for uh, the love of my life to show up. Like I'm going to do everything in my power to, to make that happen. I'm working on me. And so I'm going to work on my space too. Um, and I sort of offered it to all of them, you know, as just a practice for me. Cause this was sort of like when I was still in school, right. When I was and so I'm like, they were from all over the world. So I had all this different, um, calculations to be able to input into, you know, to be able to, and different floor plans and stuff. So it was great for me. It was great for them. And, but that was really where I was like, this is totally the missing piece for this business that I want to start. I'm going to take this going forward and use this feng shui to be able to shift their space, you know, to, to help them transform their life. But then as I was working with this women, that's when I really started like getting into the like the meat and potatoes of it, you know, like the real deal and finding so much of where they were, right? What was keeping them stuck? Why were they having such a hard time? And what kind of energetic frequency were they like stuck in? And I was seeing all this like parallel in their space. And it really started to, to transform how I worked with clients. Like moving forward, it was like, putting the path, even my own path behind me, like how I had worked with clients previously. Now it was like, we, this is, this isn't just a canvas of your space. This is a canvas for your whole life. And so if we start with, you know, getting rid of everything that doesn't align with what you want, then that gives us room to have what you do want. And they would all just sort of get stuck there. And I ended up like coaching them through and it ended up being like this clutter coaching sort of thing. And it became so transformational um, for both of us. Like I said, it transformed how I work with clients moving forward, but the results that they had were just phenomenal. Um, the women that did the work and listen and talk to me and like we would do, they one at a time, just boom, boom, boom. They were meeting men and getting married and, um, finding new partners and moving. Some of them started businesses, like their lives just completely changed. And then there was other women that said yes to me that wanted my help, but didn't do anything, right? They wouldn't actually do the work. They just wanted that magic pill of just give me the feng shui remedy that I can hang up. And some, the pizza guy's going to knock on my door and here's Mr. Right, you know? And, and so like, even from my perspective, getting to see the difference in, in how they, you know, just the work, the difference in, they wanted someone to show up like most interior designers and come in and fix it for me. Whereas the other women, they became so transformed. They transformed their whole lives around it. So yeah, even moving forward, I was like, my business was transformed um, or my ideas for it. So, yeah. 
So that so now with clients, do you concentrate on business and relationship or just one more than the other? Or like how does that work? Well, it they tend to people tend to come to me uh with both. So many of those women that that said they wanted help finding a relationship, more than 50% of them ended up starting businesses of all things. And um some of them that's you know they they found partners as well. And, and, but some of them were like, they put that on a back burner and they were like, you know, I really want this more. Like they started really thinking about, I think what they wanted in life more so than what they were told they should want in life. You know, like I grew up with a lot of being told always like get a husband. That's your number one job in life is to get a husband. It doesn't always work out. And especially if you have a history of abusive relationships, like maybe getting a husband isn't the best answer. You know, getting in love with your life became the answer. It wasn't just about finding a partner. It was about loving the life, you know, or, or having the life you wanted. So a lot of them ended up changing the dream and the vision and, and wanted something else. So that too was, and it changed for me too, because I was like, yeah, I want a man, but I really want a business. And I put it on the back burner and my, he showed up eventually, but you know, I, I became the same where I was like, you know, I really, I really would rather do this business than worry about finding a boyfriend or a husband or whatever. And so I focus on both. Um, I love working with entrepreneurs um, and they're single. So sometimes they come to me with, they want a partner, right? Their business is doing great, but they want the feng shui because now they're ready for a partner. Sometimes business people or business women, they come to me because business is great. They're making a ton of money, but money is flowing out just as fast as it's flowing in. And so we need to do something about that. Sometimes they come in because, you know, they're just not quite getting enough clients, you know, and, and they want more clients so that they can maybe quit their, their full or their full-time job and shift their side hustle into a full-time, you know, make that sort of shift. Sometimes that's why they come to me. Um, a lot of them come for, because they have a disability like myself. Um, and so they struggle with doing a lot of work or, um, you know, dealing with chronic health issues. And so we arrange their space more to be in alignment with, with health and healing um, because they don't have any need for a partner or a business. Like those things are great. It's all about their health and that is the big priority it's just about where do they want to direct that energy um it's fascinating so yeah. i have to ask a personal question crystal mm -hmm. so uh so i've recently married and our house is in a um what do you call that you know so uh there's a river at the bottom and we're in the part here so when we look out we look out to the river so like okay. a valley it's like a valley yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, but we've got a river in our front door. So when we open the front door, we're looking at a river that's running from left to right. Is uh, is that a good thing? It's like I can't move the house and I can't move the river. <laughs> right. <laughs> How far away is this river? Like close? Uh, yeah. It's not. It's actually. It's so in Australia, uh, South Australia particularly, because South Australia is the driest state and the driest continent in the world. It's called a river, but for most of its life, it's a creek. 
Okay. It only gets to river stage when it's really raining. And it is um, about probably a house block away from us, so from, from where the water's edge. So from our front door, it's about a house block away to the river's edge. Okay. Uh, that must be an Australian measurement, a house block. I've not heard that expression <laughs> before. So I'm not quite sure how far that is, but I'm guessing it's not too far. Um, I mean, you said you're looking at it. And if it's going by, I would say it's very similar to, um, this is sort of the first part of what you do with feng shui is when you're looking at the the environment and like the natural things, like you say, that you can't do anything about. The mountains, the rivers, the trees, the big rocks, the highways, you know, but even though that's man-made, you know, like, that has an effect. Um, and I would say this is um, causing a lot of your blessings to rush past you. Oh, isn't that fascinating? Yeah, it's um, especially if that's your front door facing that. Yeah, I would say a lot of your 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 blessings are flowing past. Oh, that's fascinating. Wow. Um, I get a lot of blessings. So I cannot imagine what it would be like if we could stop the flow. So is there a feng shui <laughs> technique to capture the blessings as they pass by? Um, yeah, I would probably be sure you have trees in your front yard. Yes. Yes. Not mm -hmm. so much in the front yard, but on the footpath um, next to, yeah. So there's trees all around the creek uh, and there's trees in our verge we call it in Australia which is the piece of land between you and public property mm, okay yeah yes yes we love trees in fact uh, when we look out we can't see any other houses so even though we're in the middle of suburbia there's so many trees you can't see the other side of the creek the other side of the river mm. so it's just trees okay. So, yeah, yes. that's, that's that'll help. That's fascinating. Well, we love trees. Thanks for the trees. Mm -hmm. I love it. I know. Same. I look out my, like, literally right here is just nothing but trees. I'm on the third floor. So I'm up in all the leaves and just hummingbirds. I have tons of hummingbirds just right here all the time. This is my sanctuary. It's so true. I love it. Wow. It's so fascinating. Now, I'd love to share with our audience. Uh, some of the things that you are uh, gifting them. So you've got two different things that you're gifting. So can we talk through, first of all, I'm just having a look here, the decluttering your mindset freebie. Can you have a chat about that? Because we're going to put the link in the bio and also the description in the notes. Sure. Um, that is my proprietary method that I've developed over, you know, two decades of working with clients um, for decluttering. The physical, mental, and emotional clutter, the internal and the external clutter um, that we carry around. Um, this is incredibly transformational. Just, And this is where I start with every single client um, that I work with is decluttering, right? We gotta, we gotta strip the room of everything that, that is, doesn't belong. Um, and so decluttering is always step one. And this is, this is something that I teach to every single client. We dive into this very deeply. Um, I spend three months with my one-on-one -on -one clients doing this over and over and over and over again, dealing with the clutter because your clutter is a reflection of um, what's going on internally for you. It's a great barometer for um, where you are It like what sort of trauma is coming up for you at the moment. Mm, so true. So 
uh, after my shift in September 2011. Um, so I was a chronic hoarder at 33 cubic metres of stuff crystal. So you'd be proud of me that mm-hmm. I walked away from an environment where I was just drowning uh, energetically, emotionally, physically, spiritually in so much stuff, baggage that I wasn't uh, in a in a I wasn't in a position to let go of. But through my transition yes. and transformation, um, I've moved away. And yeah, isn't it fascinating when you've moved away from being a hoarder? It's what everyone wants to talk about. I'm like, that's not what I coach. <laughs> but yeah, wants to talk about how did you do it? Because I think there's a lot of people that, to some degree or another, have a challenge with letting go. And yes, go. even if it's just one thing, every if they're stuck in some aspect that is, and that's why it's so important. That's why it's become such a huge part of the work that I do with clients, because even if it's just one thing, um, it it it's a problem, um, and it keeps you totally stuck there oh, and unable you. to move forward. I love what yeah. you do, Crystal. Now, can we chat about your peace and prosperity alignment session that you're gifting our listeners today? Can we dive in deep to talk about that? Yes, it's a it's a complimentary design consultation to talk about your space, to talk about the struggle, to talk about what it is that you want, what is the transformation that you're looking for, and I will help you make a plan for that. I love it. That's fantastic. Wow. Such generosity. I absolutely love it. I love what you bring to the table here, that unique mix of the interior design, the feng shui, your beautiful story of how you've transitioned through and you're healed and now you're with a partner and all of the juicy things in between to create what it is that you offer. It's a beautiful story. I love it all. And before we go, I'd just love to know, is there something that you want to share with our listeners, though, at your goodbye words with them today? Oh, my goodness. Hmm. You deserve to love the space that you're in and the life that you're in. Um, you're worth the work that it takes to get there. I love it. It's so true. It is so true. I love it. That is so beautiful, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you for our listeners. If you've enjoyed today, wow, this is just the beginning because if you resonate, I'm sure that you will with Crystal. She's got some fantastic freebies there. Just reach out. You'll see the links here. And, you know, you know, have that level of curiosity. Connect with her. Find out how you can transform your environment so that you can move forward. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you soon. That's a bye from us uh, here at Healing Through Love. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Healing Through Love. You can get further resources, see the show notes, or simply reach out to us via our website at htlaustralia.org. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to your company next time on the Healing Through Love podcast.